Welcome to episode 485 of Troubadours and Rock on Tours with yours truly, E.W. Conundrum Demure. On this week's episode, we feature regular contributor, playwright, poet, professor, baker and candlestick maker, Kitty Bell Burbank. We talk with Kitty Bell about the far-right attack on public education, the old crime in the cities trick, stop woke, critical race theory, domestic terrorism, Tulsa, Jim Crow, and critical thinking, among other things. A great conversation with Kitty Bell Burbank this go-round. We have an EWSA from the past titled Original G, and we share a reading from the September 2022 issue of Harper's Magazine of prisoner interviews called All Work and No Pay. And we have an EW poem from the past titled Bouncing Ball, the past, the present, the future. It's all the same, is it not? Hmm. Anyhow, all of this will be infused, imbued with the wonderful energy of several great tunes. It is so nice to be with you. Well then, let's get to it. Episode 485 of Troubadours and Rock On Tours. Sentimental 
like you. Aqueducts and serenades under deep blue skies with cumulus clouds hovering as quaint as childhood lullabies. I am a man. I am a human like you. This earth is a home and we flourish. The greatest challenges are the struggles within and filtering the bad influences from so many places, redundant and relentless as they are. The hot air balloon and the cotton gin, ale and wine and opium, and cannabis and gods and slaves and businesses and babes, lockstep angst, false romance, corporal close we dance, the ships sailing on oceans to new lands, planes and rockets, deciphering the sky from the ground in trailer parks built by government agency with public funds. The grass is brown, dry, brittle because of another drought. Calabrian lakes and streams are scant in water supply, and the surrounding pine trees fall dry to the ground, no longer providing adequate shade for the indigenous mushrooms. Out of a stockroom somewhere in Kansas, or perhaps L.A., is another older teenaged kid trying to figure out how to live. And at this moment, what I have to kiss into the stratosphere for anyone to smoke and inhale and drink and eat, digest, excrete, is this paltry mess of sanctuary blissful, brilliant, frank, naive, wise, and yet remiss. If I only knew 
think we should wait Can you hear me? Kitty Bell Burbank, I can hear you. That's you, right? It's me. It's the, the one and only. <laughs> the one and only is right. I don't think the world can take two Kitty Bells. Too much power. <laughs> power? Power. Wow. Not Yeah. All right. Sure. I'm powerful. You are. I feel, I feel powerful. I think you are. Definitely. And I know you want to talk about some heavy stuff today. Uh, yeah i hope that's okay yeah it's definitely okay i mean the stuff that you're talking you mentioned is uh, in our text exchange is is very compelling and uh i think important so we're going to get into that but first for the folks out there who've never heard kitty bell in the program let me give you a little background a little insight she's been with us for quite some time she's a regular contributor um one of the earliest on the program and uh, happy to say she's still willing to come on and talk with us. Uh, playwright, poet, professor, baker, and candlestick maker, among other things. And uh, right now uh, she's thinking about stuff dealing with the far right and some despicable, in my view, people that are running for public office. Uh, and the same old tricks to try to get those uh, position. So where do you want to start? I know um, public education, you are a professor. Uh, yeah. that, that's something that you, you wanted to talk about. And it's something we've talked about before, um, about, you know, uh, what what is the education that children are getting today? And, and it, it's just so under attack, right? Public education, it's so criticized that the schools aren't doing enough, that they cost too much, that the kids aren't learning. Um, but then that attack is also, I think, 
being strategically organized, and I, I mean, call me a conspiracy theorist, I don't care. Um, it, it's, it's not a coincidence that you've got all of these people talking about the th- same things and that DeSantis in Florida, Boo. Uh, who is being groomed by people, if not the media or, you know, the, the right wing media to be a leading uh, presidential candidate for 2024 his attack on public education i think everybody's heard of the the stop woke movement mm-hmm. you know that legislation it's not even a movement it's actual laws that have been passed in florida to limit what teachers are allowed to say in the classroom yeah <laughs> yeah and 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 it's being well received by people on that side they they feel that these you know, and you can hear the same thing if you turn on WILK, a local uh, Scranton area radio station. You can hear that national host, Ben Shapiro, talking about the indoctrination, right? So so he's villainized the left, which is doesn't even exist as far as I'm concerned. There is no left, right, that is Viable, working really. in a... Yeah, working in a coordinated way to indoctrinate children to their radical agenda. Right? No, you're absolutely <laughs> right. That's what they're telling people. And so that's what people are believing because we have this society now where, you know, and I, I just recently heard uh, President Obama uh, say this years ago that we're living in different worlds. If you listen to NPR or if you watch Fox News, you have two different ideas about what's going on in the world. Right. And and Fox News right now is not even in the best of favor with regard to the the right wingers. They're not right wing enough anymore because yeah, they want to. Right? It's it's amazing. It's Newsmax or whatever. I think um, it's good to see that Alex Jones is paying his due. You know, for <laughs> yeah. being such a scumbag liar. Um, yeah, I was so thrilled. I mean, here you've got a judge like calling him out for lying three times in, you know, under oath in one hearing. But these guys have such sway over millions of people in our country, fellow citizens. Uh, and it's, it's troubling because these are our, uh, again, fellow citizens. You know, we're, we're all sharing the, um, journey of of what we're we're trying to accomplish in this country as mythological and and maybe untrue the ideals are i guess i say untrue because we talk a good talk but we don't really walk it in terms of justice and and uh, all of that uh it, it just amazes me that so many of us follow people like alex jones or or as you mentioned ron DeSantis or that guy from pennsylvania uh, despicable Doug, I'll call him, um, mm-hmm. Doug Mastriano. How, how right. could, I mean, come on, these, uh, these people aren't that dumb and they're not that bad, right? What, but why are, do you think, Kitty Bell, millions are following the mindsets of these people, which is all about division and fear? Right. Well, that's it, right? They, they're feeding into that fear, right? I, I'm not going to send my children to a, a school where they're going to be uh, groomed to be gay, like, <laughs> which, right. is not, which is not a thing that's actually happening. Um, nobody's trying to make children um, anything other than what they are. 
allowing <laughs> them to be right. comfortable with whom they are. Right. Creating that environment that you can feel good about yourself the way that you were, you came into this world and you don't have to be something that you're not, right? That's all. Is that radical? I guess that's the indoctrination that's actually happening. Um, well, it is radical, I guess, in their world. But right. in our world, as you mentioned already, President Obama, meant, you know, identified our world. It's like, no, that's just fair. It's just kind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and it's this idea, too, that so. So what is this stop woke thing? I was just looking at it. So what has DeSantis made illegal? Right. So you're not allowed to teach critical race theory or bring in anyone who espouses the ideas of critical race theory. Okay, well, what is critical race theory? It's, I mean, you could just say it's the truth of what happened, <laughs> which is kind of how I think about it. But it's, um, I mean, this is not a new idea. It's just been written really well recently. I mean, if anyone has not read into the 1619 Project, I think that it's essential education that, we didn't necessarily learn in the 80s when I was in school, you know, but I wish I had. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm, I'm sad that it took me this long to learn the specifics about American history that I didn't know because oh God, I know. it really changes everything. Right. So so the core idea of critical race theory, and I'm pulling this off of some education website is just that race is a social construct and that racism is not merely the product of individual bias or prejudice, but also something that is embedded in legal systems and policies. Yes. So, right. And so this is true. And if you look at history, which is a collection of facts <laughs> that come from historical documents like trials and um, other you know, document, documentation, it's all verifiable truth, right? That's what this is in history. Right. And and we have to, we should make note, though, too, a lot of what was um, experienced by the minority groups in our, in our uh, society over the years, it was not represented, is not represented in our history books because... The majority wrote the history books, and they didn't. Yeah. They didn't get to everything. We we missed even the best intentioned historians. I don't think represented to the full extent what um, a lot of our uh, fellow ancestors from the minority segments of society experienced. So we're mm -hmm. not even, and yet we're not even willing to look at the limited understanding that has been documented and yeah. accept it. Right. Yeah. And, and the more the more you learn, the, the more apparent it is that this is no coincidence, you know, that that things that we ended up where we are today, where y you have to be afraid of police brutality if your skin is, you know, a shade darker um, than somebody else's. Right. It's um, yeah. I mean, the, the and you could say, well, the police force is supposed to be keeping in people safe right well well who which people you know because those the police force that we know today grew out of those slave patrols that they had to create because they brought in so many slaves and bred people to make more slaves that it was like two to one yeah they were afraid 
they were deathly afraid, especially after what happened in um, Haiti, where we saw that the slaves won their independence. The right. enslaved um, were able to overthrow the French. And even what happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, when African-Americans started creating their own vibrant communities and business-wise and all that, they, they had to put yeah. the kibosh on it. Yeah, because uh, one guy in an elevator bumped into a white girl. It's craziness. That's not justification for burning down blocks. <laughs> and then they know they knew who like what did I see they they knew who rented the planes that you know attacked Tulsa they just didn't do anything about it right and and right? and and also we should mention you know um uh, communities of color and lower socioeconomic means want the police around still you know yes. if you poll those folks they don't want to disband the police departments because the police help them to keep, you know, from anarchy sure. existing, though they just don't want the brutality. Right. Yeah. If you're being abused by your husband, you want to be able to call the police to protect you, but you don't want him necessarily to be shot for it. Right. Without right. a trial, you right. know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky. But um, yeah, the, the worst things that I mean, I've read recently and I mean, not to dwell on history, but just that period of reconstruction, I think, is the most damning thing to, you know, what they're trying to argue that we saw in those 10 years after the Civil War ended, huge progress was made by African-Americans in all levels of society. And that was systematically dismantled. They, they were just like, no, this is not going to fly. We, you know, we are not going to let you hold these offices. They have numbers. This is what I mean. It's history. It's fact. They're not making this up. Right. You have the number of registered voters in 18, uh, let's say, 1870, compared with the number of, of registered voters 10 years later and the drop. And what are they doing to these people to make them absolutely terrified right. to vote? Jim Crow, we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Crow was terrorism. Yeah. Yeah. Domestic terrorism, which we still have today. White supremacist terrorism. Oh, my God. When you talk to the higher echelons of security, you know, at the national level, what the what uh, are the biggest threats we face in, in the United States of America? They say domestic terrorism. Right. That's right. That's what they're concerned about most. Right. But then um, so Trump and other Republicans who are hoping to run and be elected again are focusing on crime in the cities the problem of crime i my mom picked me up from the airport and unfortunately i love my mom but she has uh, gone to the dark side <laughs> if you will because of this you know this propaganda that's being put out on on these news channels that i don't you know whatever they are um they were talking about uh, she and her friend that were driving me home from the airport were talking about People aren't going into the city anymore because of the crime problem. I'm like, what are you talking about? The looting. They're going to the looting. And I was oh. like, well, what? Like, I listen to the news every morning. I listen to NBR. I listen to the BBC. I don't hear anybody talking about the crime problem. Right. So sure enough, a little while later, I see, you know, Trump's first speech after whatever. Crime is the one issue that he pulled out that was anything like a platform thing, right? The crime in the cities has got to be taken care of. 
I was like, oh, wow. So they're being groomed to believe in this so that when he talks about it, they already have identified this as an issue, right? But then meanwhile, it's not it's not more of a problem than it ever was. It's going down. Right. <laughs> the truth is there's less crime and and less murder and less violence in the city since it got a little bit bad during the pandemic, right? It kind of peaked there for a while when people, you know, lost their jobs and were afraid and um desperate. Yeah, right, right. Um so it's been going down, but meanwhile, they are running on that. We are going to hear all about how bad crime is. That's all the they next, got. Yeah, in, in the next year or two, and it's not even true. No, you're We're going to hear about how the left is trying to turn your children um, Gay against you. And against <laughs> you, right. And uh, it, it's, it's really uh, the oldest trick in the book, right? D- divide and conquer, and uh, through fear of course, uh, that you're going to lose something. You're, you know, you're going to lose your handle on things. You're going to lose your security. You're going to lose your power, your access. And there are dog whistles and subtleties. And uh, it, it's also, it comes through religion, which is a powerful, powerful means, you know, yeah. uh, because now it's the higher power that you worship, the patriarchy. It's really a, a hard thing to... to um, sort of fight against when you're when you're trying to connect with your fellow uh, citizens and say, listen, let's talk about our real issues here. They don't even want to talk with you because you're not God, you know, and and uh, you're scary because you're trying to take something away from them and you're drinking the Kool-Aid, you know, of liberalism and all of that. They, they're not even willing that other side, as I see it, to talk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and then meanwhile, so what is this education they want to replace? Like when you look at um, Mastriano, I was just reading today. There's a great reporter at uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer Mm -hmm. um, who I was just reading his articles today. He's great. Will Bunch, his name is, this columnist. He just wrote a piece on June 12th. Why is no one talking about Doug Mastriano's plan to destroy public education in Pennsylvania? I didn't even know this article existed until I looked for it um, because nobody's talking about it, right? Right. But yeah, so he wants to take, they they estimate, what, $19,000 a year to educate a student in public school in Pennsylvania. They want to cut that in half and just give parents... Or they're talking about giving it to the kids, which doesn't make sense. So um, to decide where they want to go to school. So you can go to religious school, cyber school, homeschool, private school or public school. Meanwhile, there's not going to be a public school left because they're not going to be funded. Right. Um, The first thing that enslaved people did when they got their freedom was to make public education a free to everyone in the South. Before that, poor white kids in the South, they didn't get educated. You know, and that was the the first thing that they did. So, of course, we're trying to dismantle this now from the other end. And well, it helps. And, it helps if people aren't educated; they can't think critically. They don't have knowledge to manipulate yeah. them. Right. Yeah. And I told my friend, "Oh, yeah, they're trying to tear down the public school system." He's like, "Oh, you're being dramatic." No, you're right. <laughs> and they fund a disproportionate amount of that through property taxes, so that. In the state of Pennsylvania, you can get a really good education if you go 
to a school in like a wealthy neighborhood in a, a good school district, right? How many times have we heard that? It wasn't until not long ago I was talking to my students and one of them was like, didn't even comprehend. Yeah, why should there be a difference? Why shouldn't you be able to get the same education no matter what neighborhood you live in? It it shouldn't matter if you're from a rich or poor neighborhood. You no. should be able to get the same education at any school in Pennsylvania and they're trying to make the opposite happen. Right, right, yeah. exactly, exactly. They, yeah, some guy, I can't remember what, where it was, but they're, they're actually talking about the uh, McDonald's track. You know, like you don't need to give these kids an education because they're just going to grow up to be workers. Right. So they don't need it. <laughs> Why are we trying to educate children who don't need to know about these things? It's just we've come so far from, you know, that idea. Yeah. The McDonald's career track. They've actually said that out loud without embarrassment. Wow. It, 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 without embarrassment that's the, that's the worst part yeah like it's okay yeah well kitty bell i don't know what we're going to do about it uh we're, we're going to have to uh i guess select the better people who who have the the ability to 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 craft policy and enact it that can help with our education problems with our our um you know programs to to make things more equitable in society yeah one of the worst <laughs> one of the most upsetting documentaries i watched recently was based on a book by a, actually a white author called slavery by another name and i don't know if you've heard of this but i have have you okay so have you seen that documentary no. or read that book no i haven't how it, was it did you it is chilling because i mean Everybody sort of has this concept of a chain gang in their head, right? But what I didn't realize was, and you know, you, I heard of the ridiculous charges, right? That that um, that black men could get incarcerated for, like looking at somebody the wrong way. You now you're in jail. But the part that I didn't connect was the fact that the government in the South then rented out the convicts to work in the coal mines in Alabama working people to death over charges that were not even probably true in the first place. Right. Um, right. Just, just get labor, cheap labor to these to Right. So the, the agriculture of the South takes a big hit after the civil war. Right. But at the same time, industry is, is coming up. And we've got the the railroads. Who built the railroads? You know, <laughs> right, right, exactly. Formerly enslaved people who were now arrested and working through the prison system because there's that one line in the um, in the Fifteenth Amendment that says you cannot be enslaved except by uh, incarceration. So you, and it's it's right there and you, you don't notice it. It doesn't pop out to you until you see like this was a systematic thing that the federal government had to come in and and shut down. And that peonage system, too, where you got fined and then you had to work off your fines that went well into like the 30s and 40s in America. 1930s and 1940s. Yeah. Yeah. The, the system is is. Uh deeply uh, d designed 
for this sort of injustice. And, and uh, it, it is so intertwined that it, with many other uh, policies that it, it's hard to, to uh, untangle it. And that's what we're trying to do. But again, we can't do it though, unless we have honest conversations. Right. Yeah. They don't want people to know that just as many white people got addicted to crack. Right. <laughs> they just didn't get locked up and, and have um, the the fines. Right. Or you could get like, you know, almost no time for cocaine. But if you had crack, which was cheap and poor people bought, you, you could get five years. Right. And I think during the Obama administration, uh, some movement was made to try to kind of make it fairer between those two segments of society who would get busted for uh, cocaine-based drugs. But still, the disparity is there. And again, the, the, the situation is so complicated. Uh, we could figure it out if we have honest, earnest yeah, discussion. Uh, but we're not there. We're not there. Right. We're not yeah, there. You have to be able to see the connection. you know. And then, yeah, race is a social construct. Well, what does that mean? Well, they created racism to justify slavery right they're lesser people there so was no racism is, is the before mentality. that i mean right there's always distrust of strangers or whatever sure that's like yeah but where they actually came out with like fake scientific textbooks that <laughs> supposedly showed you know the difference and and there is no there is no difference <laughs> but they they created it. They created racism. They created segregation. All of that uh, was uh, artificial and uh, man-made for the sole reason of controlling other people, and they don't want anyone to know. Right, and that's part of our, our species evolution, you know, that mentality. And also, when you look at the difference in color, the physicality, that's evolution as well. It's just in response to... You know, the sun, basically, you know, the more sunlight and the stronger the sunlight that uh, a particular group of humans has to deal with, the skin will create mel more melatonin, uh, which right. makes you darker. To, that's all it is. And if you're in a place where there's not as much sunlight, the melatonin isn't as uh, prevalent yeah. in your system. So your skin is lighter. That's right. the only difference. It's just an evolutionary thing to protect your physicality. But we make it into, you know, something much well, they had to. They had to justify what they were doing. I mean, there were you've got slave slave owners who are impregnating enslaved women and enslaving their own children. Thomas Jefferson did it. That's the history of America. Thomas Jefferson did it. They enslaved their own children. Yeah, yeah. Well, I always thought that was wild. I mean, when you look at African Americans, you know. Um, they have a history uh, to contend with, and so do we, but more on a personal level, where some of their ancestors were their oppressors. Yeah. Were rapists. Yeah. and that, But it's them too, though. I mean, that's who they are. Yeah. And they're also the victim. I yeah. mean, that's got to be a, a tough situation to, yeah. to, to make sense of. One documentary I watched, um, yeah, like Henry Louis Gates Jr. is narrating my dreams at this point. But um, <laughs> one documentary I watched, the, the, there's one woman who was talking about her ancestors who she were, oh, they were self-made, you know, industrialists and, you know, self-made men. They built this legacy, whatever. And then she finds out that they used these prison workers and they're 
her the fortune that her ancestors made came from these formerly enslaved people who were now enslaved through the criminal justice system. And she found out like the full extent of her family's legacy. And she didn't leave the house for two days because she was just she was so shaken and so upset she couldn't stop crying. And she was so upset about it. So this is what they don't want to happen. This is why they don't want us to learn critical race theory. Absolutely right. Kitty Bell Burbank. Speaking truth to power. (laughs) This go around on Troubadours and Rock on Tour. So we only have a couple minutes left. What what are we going to do? How are we going to solve it? Can you tell us in in like 90 seconds? Uh, How are Yeah, right. (laughs) I wish, right? We just got it. We have to start telling the truth. I mean, and, and teaching our kids the truth and having enough respect for all people that, you know, they can make their own decisions. But you need to let them have the information to start with. It's and and critical thinking is so important. And it, it, our children should be learning how to think critically. I mean, w- we shouldn't want them to to just be going and getting this religious education. But I, I have this this fear, this vision in my head of of these schools that are going to be more like military academies, and they're going to raise workers, and they're going to raise soldiers. And if you can afford another option, then you can go get educated. And only the wealthy are actually going to know anything close to the truth. If they want to. If they want to. And, right. you know, Kitty Bell, you're afraid, I think you said, you're afraid we're going to end up there. I would, I would contend that we already are there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someday they'll be watching a documentary about life in 2022. Right. And yeah, and hopefully we make some good choices in the next year or so, the midterm elections, and we don't yeah. support these 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 terrible. Yeah, uh, I, vi- I think that's you know, where visions. we have the. Yeah, I think it's where we have the upper hand, right? Because this radical left, right, actually cares about people, whereas the radical right <laughs> wants doesn't. They they want to control people and they want they want workers and they want soldiers and they don't care about people. But it's, so, it seems that the, the, they still have millions supporting them, as we said earlier in our conversation. Yeah, they don't want to yeah. hear those folks. Don't want to hear this. They don't want to hear, it. and that's that's the real issue. I don't know how we get around it, but I guess the more we talk about it, you're an artist, you're an educator, and that helps too. You know, telling be, stories, telling stories, and getting people to think and continue right. the conversation. Yeah, that's 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 actually how we get out of it. Yeah, is storytelling. Right. Yeah. The more stories we hear by more different people, people from different um, backgrounds, different experiences, uh, listen to people and believe people, and and maybe we can get out of it. I love it. Thank you so much, Kitty Bell Burbank. I look forward to talking. Next time we talk, we'll probably be closer to the, the autumn holidays, the autumn winter holidays. I look forward to that. Uh, but for now, enjoy the rest of your summer. And uh, well, I'm I'm uh, sure we'll I hope we'll we'll see you around campus soon. Yeah, thanks. I feel like I've already like been in full study mode all summer. Obviously, from the way I've been talking today, but. Um... It's, you know, I, I love learning and I love sharing that with students. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to, um, you know, sitting down with, um, with the students and talking about some of these ideas. Yeah, me too. Me too. Thank you for talking with us about them. Absolutely. And be careful who you vote for. Yeah, vote for the. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to tell you who to vote for, but you know. I'm who. just saying, be careful.
careful. Know yeah. what they're actually trying to do and what that really means. You can make your own decisions, but be but learn. Learn about what the what they're trying to do. You know. If if that's what you want, you know, I, I can't make up your decisions for you, but um but just know the truth about what's going on, that's all. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Take care of yourself. All right, you too. Harper's Magazine, their September 2022 edition. This is a reading titled, All Work and No Pay. Several accounts from interviews conducted with 
incarcerated and formerly incarcerated laborers by employees of the American Civil Liberties Union and professors and students at the University of Chicago Law School. This account is titled Field Labor. This one is titled Field Labor. In prison you have to work. The choice is work or solitary confinement. It's hard manual labor. If you worked in the field, you would most times get written up for malingering. There weren't a lot of white girls in the field. The amount of work that prisons get out of inmates is insane. They gave me a pamphlet of prospective employers when I got out. Not one of the people in the pamphlet was still in business. That's what they give you when you get out. A list of people who don't even exist. This is titled, The Kitchen. We are not given basic, proper footwear. We are forced to wear our own shoes that cost anywhere from 35 to $75. There are several colonies of mice that are present in the very places where food is made and stored. There is one working sink, and you have to travel a ways through the kitchen to get to it, especially after using the bathroom. This is a horrible job. I'd never wish on anyone. This is entitled Fighting Fires. Most jobs pay under 30 cents. The upper limit is $1 per hour. Those are for dangerous jobs such as firefighting. There was nothing to distinguish us as incarcerated firefighters when we were in gear. The only thing that people knew was that we were female, an all-female crew. Nobody questioned our credentials. There were areas nearby small communities where they definitely knew the fire girls were from the prison. So sometimes they would say, oh, the fire girls, we love you. We had a Christmas Eve fire at a correctional officer's house. We were working to save our jailer's home. And this is titled, Selling Vacation Packages Over the Phone. I've never been to Cancun, but I know all about it. Coral reefs, white sands, couples massages. You cannot reveal where you are if you are asked. You can make up a name. I was a liar before I went to prison, but prison turned me into a professional liar. Yeah.
heroes. Skateboard punk, you seem so alive. Deep-throated hunk, trying yet again to connive. Does anyone see your genius? Time goes on from wherever it comes, as legends create a compelling narrative, whilst your commander dost taketh another piece from you so that you are allowed access to the pointless maze to graze and dream of heroes and rubes.
And there you have it, episode 485 of Troubadours and Tours, with yours truly, E.W. Conundrum Demure. I'd like to thank those folks who made this episode possible. First and foremost, Kitty Bell Burbank, Harper's Magazine, and these musical artists. Thelonious Monk, Star Parks, Sir Was, Fantastic Negrito, Kurt Vile with the Violators, Adam and the Ants, Branford Marsalis, and Terence Blanchard too. And of course, I would like to thank you for listening. Until next time, let's give it a go and do our best with this time. Take care. <laughs>